Have you ever just like been, been drunk on a Monday? Have you ever just like been on a drunk on Has so many baby mamas that it's about time one of them showed up on the show. Probability right. <laughs> wise, right? <laughs> like the odds were in up. his favor right. of like having exposure on selling something. Okay, hi everyone. I'm Madison. I'm Emma, and we are drunk, drunk on, on a Monday. Monday. So. We're going to get into a Selling Sunset recap. Hell yes. Right. So it's going to be very exciting today. Before we get into that, how's your how's your week been going? It's been good. Yeah. It's like my last week before Alaska. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm, I mean, this is like, I'm out for a week and a half from work. So I'm like, first of all, amped. Like, obviously we went to Mexico somewhat recently. Mm-hmm. So that, like prepping for that vacation, there was like, nothing involved in that because mm-hmm. we were really only gone i think i missed like three work days yeah but this one is a week and a half so it's a, right. it's a big one so mm-hmm. i'm like prepping all sorts of social content to be ready to auto post all sorts of stuff so it's really just like you know it's my week has been just like preparing for that yeah. and getting ready like and i think i'm finally today i've finally been able to process like oh shit like this is like <laughs> a week away i know um, but i'm excited so it's my week has been fairly good, just, like, prepping for that and, like, getting ready. And, good. like, I have no clue how to fucking pack for Alaska in June. Yeah, what is the, what, what, what is the weather like so in Alaska in currently, June? currently, like, this week it has been, like, mid-40s and rainy. Okay. But, like, the day of my cousin, because I'm going to Alaska because my cousin's getting married. Right. So the day that she's getting married, it's supposed to be, like, 60 and sunny. Oh. So it's, like. Well, that's nice. I was told anywhere from. 40s and rainy to mm-hmm. like sunny and like 70. So that's a pretty <laughs> wide range. We're, when we went to Mexico, it was like, oh, I know I'm just packing bikinis. Every and, like, single day dresses. the forecast was 89. Right. But this time it's like, I, I've got to pack layers and rain jackets yeah. and like pants and like right. and all you're sorts like, of shoes. You want to have a, a range of different like dressed up. Yeah. I don't even know how to say that. Different ranges of formal wear almost, but it's weird but not. Because her wedding is not going to be it's, formal at all. Right. It's going to be really casual. But it's like, what do you wear to a casual but that's wedding? Worse. Yeah, so that's why I'm like, you're probably going to pack a lot it's of variety be on, a, on a beach. Right. Casual, but like somewhat chilly and outside, right. but not so. a warm beach. <laughs> so, so you're not wearing a sundress. As somebody who likes to go into vacation very prepared for mm-hmm. like what's happening. Yeah, no, that's not your vibe. <laughs> I'm like, I started a list today. Like, while I was waiting for you to come over. Mm-hmm. And, like, I literally could not, like, I was trying to, like, write down this day I'll wear this and this day I'll wear that. And it's, like, I don't, I don't have any, I don't know. I don't know what to pack. Like, everything yeah. I'm writing, like. <laughs> Here are my 12 right, options like, for this right, day. Like, this rain jacket, question mark. This jacket, question mark. Like, it's a lot of question so marks. So how helpful are those notes at that point? Not at all. <laughs> Sounds like more confusion. Than Not anything. at all. I could just sit down and like actually look at my closet and start pulling stuff. But mm. I was too invested in watching The Hills to. Uh... Yeah, you've been. How? When did you start rewatching it? Um, I started rewatching The Hills like. I would say sometime it was sometime this week. 
because we were texting about it because yep. I discovered that a surfer. That this is like a really random like so way random. to get to rewatching the hills. So I just random, <laughs> but um, this surfer that like professional surfer that I'm aware of. I don't follow her on Instagram, but like yeah. I know who she is because she was in a reality surfing competition that I watched, mm-hmm. um, and I got like a paid ad for one of her fr- one of her friends. That was also on the show. And I was like, oh, this girl didn't win. She came in second. But, like, this girl did win. I wonder how she's doing. Look her Mm -hmm. up. She's dating Brody. She's actually, I don't know if they're dating her. I think they're just dating. Dating Brody Jenner. And she's having his baby. (laughs) Like, they have, I don't, I can't remember if she gave birth or not. But, like, the baby baby mama of Brody Jenner. Jeez. What a a callback. I was like, I Brody Jenner. I literally forgot he existed until you brought this up. I should, I was like, I should rewatch The Hills because I didn't get, Mm -hmm. when I started it before, I think I maybe got like four episodes in. Yeah. And I was like, this is so early 2000s. It's really rough to watch in 2023. Yeah. Because it's it's like, it's not even, it's not HD, right? They have little black bars on the side of the screen. (laughs) Yeah. And the like the video quality is terrible, and the fashions make you want to die. And it's so scripted. Yeah, it's like really because I mean, I think The Hills was really one of the first like it was I think big it, reality type shows like like ensemble reality shows. If not one of the first, like maybe I think the it first. was the first big one where it yeah. was like we're just gonna bring this cast of people together, right, and kind of have storylines, but make it look like it's real life. Yeah, and then. Right. Kind of blurs the lines between reality and fiction. Right. So when I started it, I hadn't gotten to the point where Brody Jenner was in it at all. Mm. So yeah, I, I like, honestly forgot he was on The Hills. Yeah, he start, he comes in season two. Mm. Which I, I just I have not watched it in a while, so maybe, maybe it's I'll, like what what is it on? How are you Hulu. watching it? Oh, okay. I have Hulu. Yeah. It's because like, you have Hulu. That's how I have so Hulu. So <laughs> horribly bad. Yeah. But like. I would say only this afternoon. Like, I would probably watch, like, half of season one this afternoon mm. and, like, the first couple episodes of season two. And I'm like, oh, wait, this is actually good. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because I've drinking two cans of Dogfish Head. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast, which but... isn't sponsored by Dogfish Head, but we would love for you to sponsor us if you're watching. All right. But I don't know what I don't know what it is, but this, this afternoon I'm like, I'm into it. Good. I'm vibing with it. Yeah. And once you embrace the fact that it's really scripted and it's not right. actually reality TV, like, but it's also fun. like all reality TV is scripted. Is yeah. yeah like the this like, one feels worse though. You don't have to have a thousand producers on a show if it's not getting scripted. But yeah. every reality show, like almost every single person on it has their own producer. Yeah. You know. Right. But yeah, I feel like it is because it, it was the first pass at it. Right. It's a little bit rough, and they're not good at acting. <laughs> yeah, I have to say, I just watched the part where um, Lauren was offered that internship in Paris, mm-hmm. and she turns it down to spend the summer with her boyfriend, and I was so mad when I saw that, and then I Googled it, and apparently that internship in Paris wasn't real. Yep. And it, all I'm of that was, like, literally just set up, like, they they went to the airport and filmed that scene where, like, her boss is, like, waiting for her, and then, like, her coworker shows up to take the internship instead, and I Googled it, and the coworker was like, yeah, this, none of that was real. Like, we just showed up to the airport, filmed that scene, and then all went home. So yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm less mad about that now. So no one <laughs> had their Emily in Paris moment. It right. was fake. Anyway. I mean, I'm not really surprised, because, like, Elsie had make, made her brand, but then it was at Kohl's. Yeah. So I'm like... I remember being obsessed with... Doesn't really feel very Paris 
high fashion. Yeah, I remember being obsessed with her, like, mm-hmm. a couple of years ago, and I was like, this woman is, like, the epitome of fashion. Not a couple of years ago. This was like... I was like, what? Was like, end of high school, probably. The epitome of fashion like, a couple of years no, ago. Sorry, no, sorry, no. at Kohl's no, 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 sorry. <laughs> I meant, like, this was probably, like, end of high school. Like, yeah. Like, early college. And I'm like, her, like, clothing line is wonderful. Her hair is, like, always my, like, goal hairstyle. Because well, she had, like, she, the ombre. Yeah. Her hair was always really nice. Like, I, and this I was, mean, like, post-Hills, I think. Like, she had finished oh, the Hills. Yeah, so the, I, hills, the Hills had ended by yeah, then. Yeah. But, like, I remember being obsessed with her, and now I'm watching, and I'm like... This girl annoys me. Yeah, I feel like I didn't really ever love anyone on the show. No. To be fair. Um, But I was still entertained. Yeah. Oh, it's entertaining. I'm not mad about it. And, yeah, it's entertaining. Mm. There are people on the show who are good to look at. Well, yeah, of course. They're not going to put ugly people on it. Like, young Brody Jenner, I'm like, Mm -hmm. whoa. I know, I remember. Even Spencer. Yeah. Because I've obviously yeah. seen him as now, like, now. at his age now. And I'm he's like, like a, he's like hip, a hippie now. Yeah. Because he, like he was on and Call stuff. Her Daddy. And, yeah. And I tried to funny, listen to that. was a that, funny episode. I and I was like, episode. what is happening? <laughs> yeah. He was he was funny on that episode. But, like, so I had obviously seen what he looks like now. And I'm like, eh. But, like, watching it back, I'm like, wow, he was a good looking young dude when he was on the show. Well, that's how he. Cheated plays. on everyone. Just like plays everybody. <laughs> but anyway, long story short, my week is good. Well, yeah. you already said you were drinking a dogfish head cocktail. I am, but it's almost gone. So ask me again in fifteen minutes, and I'll give you a different answer. Okay, I'll ask you when we record the next segment. <laughs> yeah, but it is. It's a dogfish head um, culinary crafted cocktails. This is a vodka soda, blueberry shrub. <laughs> It's like a blueberry vodka soda. It's actually really... I'm not usually like a soda person, but this is... Yeah, I was surprised when I saw it was a vodka soda, because, yeah, you're not really a vodka soda gal. I've almost finished my second one. The other one that I drank before this, before Mm -hmm. you got here while I was binging the hills and trying to create a packing list, um, was the same thing. And they're delicious. Well... They're really good. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Exactly. Well, I'm going to have to, (laughs) because I'm out of these, but... (laughs) Well, that's great. So season six of Selling Sunset came out, and honestly, it kind of took me by surprise. I didn't know it was coming out. Oh, I didn't either until you messaged me about it. Yeah, I just like saw it on Netflix one day, and I was like, oh. Yeah. I had honestly kind of forgotten about it. They've made so many spinoffs in different like locations and markets that like I just kind of forget about it sometimes. Right? Um, So if you haven't watched it and you don't want spoilers... Stop listening. Stop listening <laughs> because we watched the entire season already and we're going to talk about the whole season. I pretty much watched it in one day almost. Yeah. I think I watched like maybe three episodes in one night and then mm-hmm. like I watched the rest of it today. Well, they're they're short episodes. They're like, like 30, 35 minutes. Yeah. Right. So it, it's pretty quick to watch it. So I watched most of them in one day as well. Yeah. Um. So we have a few major plots going through the season um but first update is christine is not in this season i kind of missed her i missed her too i really like christine but i will say the drama with christine was getting a little bit tired yeah so i'm kind of okay with that not being Mm -hmm. a point but i do just miss her character yeah so um she i would love a show with christine yeah um, so she started Real Open, 
with her husband, which is like a real estate firm where you can buy property with crypto. Oh. And it's still luxury real estate, but yeah. they accept crypto. Wow. Um, so she's doing her own thing. She has her whole business, and but was, I miss her. That was part of the plot last season, too, where, like, yeah. she was, and they didn't obviously say this in the show, but, like, she had already planned on starting this own her own business. Yeah. And, like, like she was like, had already, plans to leave. Right. She's like, I already was setting up my own brokerage before the whole, like, storyline right. where she was, like, gonna get fired or whatever. Right. She didn't. Right. But, right, right. Um, so I do miss her. She's not in there. Um, so they brought two new girls in. Can I just say first to the other person that's no longer in the show is Maya. I miss her. I know, right? Because she, she was, was like. problematic. I know. She was, she was really nice. I loved her, but she left. Um, I think she was in and out last season. Like, in yeah, out some of it. Because maybe. her husband was in Miami. Miami. So mm-hmm. that's literally like opposite. Corners. She was back and forth and like having all sorts yeah. of kids. But like. Right. So. Only the season no longer in yeah no she i don't think she's with the they showed her briefly yeah she started her own brokerage right today yeah but she was in like she made a little cameo right on like facetime yeah (laughs) but um so they're both not in it um heather is pregnant and in like she's had her baby Yes. For a while. And that's one note I have about Netflix shows in general and what they're dating reality shows as well. Like, they film these things and take forever to put them out. I wonder, like, I wonder if this next season, so I guess season seven, right, Mm -hmm. will maybe come out sooner because at the end of season six, they already had had a preview ready. So I'm hoping that this one will come out a little faster. And in the teaser for season seven, Heather is still pregnant. True. So yeah. I'm like, <laughs> which she gave birth like at the end of January, right? Of this so year. I'm like, uh, so they were filming basically, <laughs> and I I was trying to do the math as I was like looking at people on Instagram. I think they were filming up until like that kind of a couple of weeks between like Thanksgiving and Christmas of 2022. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and I'm just like, I I want Netflix to be a little be a little faster, a little quicker. Think with about the Love Island, how fast they turn stuff around. They, like, <laughs> On Netflix, get your shit together. Like Love Island, Love Island is almost live. Like yeah. that is how quickly they literally bring things like out. one day right. turn around. Um, but so yeah, we know we're gonna get season seven because there's a teaser, and we'll talk a little bit about that at the end. Um, but so we have, and Davina is also still in it, but not really. That was one of my notes. Why is she still here? I don't know. I hate her. I'm done with her. Get her out. They Bye. did. They did the little intro where they showed everyone, and I thought I didn't see Davina, but then she was just like in the office. It would make sense because I remember when they first showed her the season, I was like surprised to see her. I'm like, she's yeah. still here, right? And the thing is, she's in like two or three scenes the entire yeah. show, and she probably says like three things. Right. I think one of the things she said was like, "Wow, what did I miss?" Because she was like not. At, they did like the girls' trip to. Palm Springs. Palm Springs. Yeah. She was like, oh, what did I miss? I'm like, girl, the entire season. Yeah, you're like not, (laughs) you're not actually part of the cast anymore. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But so we have two new girls, Nicole and Brie. So Nicole has been at the O Group since 2014. Mm -hmm. She's like one of the longest standing members and apparently like the top seller, which I don't get because I feel like there's every season someone's like, I'm the top seller at the O Group. This one I believe though, because I think she's Obviously, I know you just said that she's been there. She's yeah. been on the show. Right. And she, this is another fun fact, was the first one to date Jason, apparently. <laughs> she was the original and then worked there and then Mary dated him and worked there. And then Chriselle dated him and worked there. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I don't really get it, but that's fine. Um, 
So Nicole's been there for a while. Bree is new to the group. Um, and we'll, we'll get into her stuff in a second. <laughs> but so those are our two new girls for the season and then everyone else that's been there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of have like three plots. So I would say the A plot for this was Chriselle and Nicole drama. Like, mm-hmm. I think the A and B plot are probably fairly equal. They're fairly equal, but I think, and we'll, we'll get into this at the end, I think one of them carries forward longer, longer. than the other one. Yeah. Um, so we have Chriselle and Nicole drama. We have Brie and Chelsea drama, which Chelsea was new last season. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the British one that was friends with Christine. Um, and Heather kind of gets involved with it towards the end. Um, and then I would say, like, the C plot is kind of, like, Mary and also Amanza are just coping with a lot. Like, they have a lot of stuff going on in their personal lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not all shown in the show a lot, but they do talk about it. And it's obvious that they're just dealing with a lot. Yeah. Um, I would say, too, like, and maybe this goes into, like, the Mary stuff, but, like, the D plot maybe would be, like, Jason and his new girlfriend and, like, how often yeah. Jason is not there. Right. So... The, like, one of the first, like, big things I feel like that happens, they're like, this is Brie, she's new, and she is one of Nick Cannon's baby mamas. Which I, I was like, oh, I had no idea, because, like, I, obviously I hear about, like, oh, Nick Cannon has had another kid with another woman. I don't really know who any of them are. I don't follow it, but I just know that he has, like, a lot of children, I think, with at least six different women. six. So, it's a big family. Um, so I instantly was like, what, what? I felt like it was such a random thing. My my (laughs) comment on this was Nick Cannon has so many baby mamas that it's about time one of them showed up on the show. (laughs) Probability wise. Right. (laughs) Like the odds were in his favor. Right. Like having exposure on Selling Sunset. (laughs) Yep. So, um, I think Heather meets up with her before Brie comes in the office just to do a little like welcome thing because also Heather I really liked her this season and I don't think I had in the past I think I felt this way about her last season too but I remember when the show started I I did not like her I thought thought she she was was annoying annoying. but she has made such a character arc that was one of my one of my notes too Mm -hmm. I'm like she's pregnant she's Mm -hmm. cute she's happy she's Mm -hmm. unproblematic and she's just trying to be friends with everybody right like she's so nice and sweet and i like her yeah i and i just want her to be happy yeah so she kind of meets up with brie because i think arguably she's one of the most like friendly and like neutral usually people in the office so she meets up with her because they had like talked on instagram before and so like obviously brie just recently had a baby hence the nick cannon thing yeah (laughs) um and heather's pregnant now so like they kind of bonded over that um and so she brings her into the office and everyone's like brie's really fucking hot (laughs) she is she is beautiful is so gorgeous and almost has like a megan fox kind megan of vibe. fox like in her interviews too like the way that she has her hair it's like christina aguilera just yeah. like brunette vibes she's like very like, edgy um and just like hot yeah <laughs> so obviously that's intimidating to the women yeah like sure but obviously she's gonna be hot yeah. Have you they seen all the people in this they show? All are. It's like... I think that's the first like requirement of being cast on this show. Is you have, you to, have be to be a, like a gorgeous. model, basically. Yeah. Um, so she comes in and everyone's kinda like being nice, like complimenting her, and instantly Chelsea is like 
kind of a bitch, like, right off the bat. Yeah. Um, And I have mixed feelings about Chelsea over the course of the season. Like, at first, I was like, I don't like Chelsea because it felt like she was just trying to be the, the new Christine. Yeah. And I was like, be your own person. Yeah. And it does get, it gets better at certain points of the season. So I, I, I'm not saying I don't like her. I would say that I don't like her. I think, (laughs) I think I don't, but there were points in the season where I was like, I liked what she was doing. I don't know. And we'll, I'll get into that because it's very specific things, but so they're pretty much instant enemies. Mm -hmm. Um, did you, I think you wrote down a quote they had. I did. Yeah, I can read it. From their interaction. So basically, yeah. like, Chelsea's trying to, like, intimidate She's Brie. not even trying to intimidate. I think she's trying to be, like... Or like, belittle her. Be, she's trying to be, like, the, like, older and wiser person. And right. she's like, you know, when we all start out with real estate, like, we're not gonna do great in our right. first year. She's acting like... Not, not not really knowing anything about Brie. She's assuming that she has no experience, pretty much. Yeah. Is what it feels like. Yeah. And so Brie goes, and I, I literally wrote this down as I was watching it. She was like, Brie goes, Chelsea, how much real estate did you make in your first year? Did you sell in your first year? She's like, I sold $20 million. And then Chelsea right. was just kind of like, uh, I sold nine. Right. Because, yeah, Chelsea was like, I sold nine. And then Brie's right. like, oh, well, that's nice. I sold 20. And yeah. it was like, oh. Yeah. It was like, oh, really? Chelsea obviously did not like that. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was so funny because I was like, well, you're the one who started it. Brie would not have come at her. No. And I actually really like Brie. I do too. I feel bad for her that all this drama is happening yeah. because, like, it's it's really uncalled for. But essentially, Chelsea kind of starts out just being a bitch to her. She's obviously intimidated or I was gonna say, I whatever. I think she feels threatened by her. I think so too because Chelsea was the newest one yeah. in the office before her. Mm-hmm. And, like, Chelsea's little thing in her interview was, like, well, I had to sell a property to prove to them that I could get in. But, like, she didn't have to. And I'm, like, well, she – I don't know about that. Like, she's, like (laughs) – Yeah, and, again, as a reminder, like, even though there were two new girls to the show, Mm -hmm. Brie is the only new one to the the office. office Yeah, and Nicole Nicole has has been been here for years, so. Um, And believe me, Nicole reminds us of that very often. Um, But so, essentially – I feel like I'm on Bree's side for, like, this entire drama. Same. Um, like, yes, she is confrontational with things, but she doesn't go out of her way to, like, create drama, and she's really yeah. just defending herself. I would say, like, I loved Bree because she was very direct. Yeah, she wasn't going to, like, let things right. simmer and, like, like she, go talk about it. Like, she, if, she, if she heard something, she brought it up. Yeah, if she had an issue with a person, she immediately would confront them about it and be like, this wasn't cool, I don't like this, I don't right. operate this way, like knock it off yeah and so i think chelsea's looking for a reason to try and come at brie to try and tear her down so the reason she latches on to is that brie's baby daddy is nick cannon and that he has multiple children with six women now and she basically takes this position where she's like i don't approve of that family model yeah and she even uses the line i don't approve of creating multiple broken homes yeah which i saw that and i was like honestly fuck you and you know the reason that is so like rude and uncalled for to call her situation a broken home and the reasoning too is like because um she's like super christian 
Yep. And I just don't think that she approves of, like, open relationships. Yep. Nope. Definitely doesn't. Yeah. And so she was insanely judgmental. And the thing is, it's not something that comes up once. No. She tells Brie probably, like, five different times directly, I don't approve of your, how you're starting your family. And then she also tells everyone else about it, even when they're not asking. Here's the thing that pisses me off about this is, like, if you, however you wanted to find a, a broken home, right, maybe in her, in her view, it's a mother and a child without a father, I think, is her standard definition Yeah, of I that. guess so. And so the thing that pisses me off is, like, obviously, like, part of the storyline of the show has been, like, Chriselle really wanting to have a child, right? Mm-hmm. And so for a while, she was considering, like, having an egg donor. Yeah. And in this case, you don't see anybody, Chelsea, and I, I think Chelsea was around as this was happening because this yes. was last season. Yeah. You don't see Chelsea, like, having an issue with this or, like, no. making a big deal about it. But, like, the second that there's, like, a and, father. And a new girl comes in. And... Right. And also, like, it's just it's just weird because that's the same dynamic, right, of, mm-hmm. like, a woman having a child where the father isn't necessarily, like, dedicated and present. Right. And Amanda brings this up at one point, too. She's yeah. like, okay, you're saying her situation you don't approve of and that it's a broken home, but... Whether the father is going to be there full time from the beginning or not, like, it, do my kids have a broken home? Because right. she's like, their dad isn't involved with their lives. Yeah, and she's like, and I literally got married and did everything as right as you could possibly imagine right. it if you're coming from the perspective of like a very Christian person. Right, and, and she's you, like, it you're didn't not work out. At me. Yeah, and you've never once said my kids have a broken home. Yeah, and she's like, do you not understand how offensive that is? And she's like, well, it's just my opinion. Well, and here's my thing about that. Right, is like. You can have those thoughts and those opinions. Yep. Sure. You don't need to share them with the entire office. And beyond that, even, you don't need on to be sharing show. them on a on a national, like, worldwide right. TV show, like, exactly. for everybody to see. Exactly. That's my exact viewpoint on it. And I'm like, obviously, we don't agree with her opinion. Yeah. But sure, you can have an opinion. Do you need to tell everyone and the entire world it. Right. Because what is no. your opinion really going to change about their scenario? Absolutely nothing. What do you want her what do you want Brie to do? Right. Say I'm so sorry, you're so also, right. Let me go marry Nick Cannon and like it has, what? It has nothing to do with Brie's actions either. It's all Nick Cannon's actions. Yeah. So like and- if she could control it, she probably would have him around and committed to like their family. Well, and the thing is she sounded like she was happy with their situation yeah like it seems like he's still kind of present and that that is one thing i have seen is he does seem to be in these kids lives right like he loves all of his children yeah Yeah. and he seems like a good dad so however you think if that's possible or not like doesn't matter yeah and brie said many times she was like i'm very happy with the situation i knew what it would be going into it before i got pregnant with him yeah so it's not like she was like blindsided by the fact that he has kids with different women so Brie had a kind of vulnerable moment when she was out at a bar with um, Chelsea and Chriselle, where I think she was, she had been drinking. I think she was probably drunk. It wasn't on video, but she was probably drunk and she like saw the news that Nick Cannon had had um, like another child with another woman. And mm-hmm. I don't think she knew no, that it was didn't. happening. And so obviously she was kind of blindsided by it and she was kind of upset Mm-hmm. Um, and so Chelsea took that as ammunition to go tell everyone else in the office about it, about yeah. that vulnerable moment that she had, which I 
don't think is appropriate. And then just use that to further be like, Nick's a master manipulator, like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, to be fair, I think Brie is very okay with the model that they have. I think she was probably upset that she didn't know it was happening. Right. Yeah. I mean, I would say like. I don't think she was upset that it happened. I think she was upset that she wasn't like prepared for that. Yeah, I don't think he's manipulated really any of the people that he's been in relationships with. I think it's with. pretty clear, like, I, what his situation is. I think, like you said, like, and I think that um, somebody touched on this later in the show, too, like, when you're in an open relationship like that, which she did say, like, she, like, their relationship is an open relationship, mm-hmm. the key to a successful relationship in that case is communication and so i think mm-hmm. in this case the reason why she was caught off guard and upset was because right. that communication didn't happen about the fact yeah. that this other child was coming right so chelsea tells everyone in the office this about this vulnerable moment and even like in the moment everyone else in the room is like dude like yeah and brie is not brie's not there, there right <laughs> so everyone in the room hearing is kind of like oh like Chelsea, stop. But Chelsea, like, keeps going. And no one's really, like, like, they're kind of participating in the conversation. But I feel like, because if not, it would just be silent in the room. Like, it didn't really feel like they wanted to be talking about it. And I think they were trying to, like, kind of defend her in the situation. And so Heather is there. And Heather and Brie are pretty close at this point. So Heather tells Brie. Yeah. Hey, like, I, I heard that this happened. Like, Chelsea mentioned it seemed kind of inappropriate that she did that so then there's this back and forth and like literally brie and chelsea have like three fights about the same thing yeah over and over it's chelsea just being like i don't approve of your family thing and it's my opinion i'm allowed to have opinion and brie's like don't fucking talk about me or my child (laughs) exactly and she's like my relationship is not for anyone to approve of i don't care if you approve of it Stop right. talking about it. Yeah. Like, literally stop talking about it. And she will not yeah. stop talking about and it. And, like, and I feel like, too, like, what we haven't really mentioned is that, like, Brie and Chelsea have had, like, little, like, issues throughout the show up to this point. So there was never, like... They were never friends. No. No. Well, they I mean, very the first interaction not... was very bitchy, like we just said, right? Yeah. Like, they very much, like, were the opposite, I would say. Like, yeah. Brie was like, I don't like her. And it wasn't even, like, at this point related to any of this like shit talking her family kind of thing it was just right. like ways that they have interacted around the office right that may have made the two not like each other to this point yeah well so, to be fair i mean i wouldn't like chelsea if i walked in and didn't know her at all and she no i don't think i would either just like came at me yeah i'd be like who the fuck is this bitch right right <laughs> uh sit down you know and it's just like it didn't really stop no from there um so they get into fights, and then eventually, Heather gets pulled into it. Which, at this point, this woman is, like... She's so pregnant. She <laughs> is probably, like, 36 weeks pregnant She's at so this pregnant. Point. And also, it feels like weeks after the initial conversation where Chelsea told them... And she... and You know... Yeah, and so Heather, too, like... The only reason why she relayed that information to Brie... It wasn't from, like, a malicious place, either. It was mm-hmm. just, like, a... Hey, FYI, they were talking about you. Right. And, like, here's what they said about you, and you weren't here to defend yourself, so I just thought you should know. It wasn't like a, yeah. oh my gosh, she said this and blah, blah, blah. It was just like a, hey, FYI. Like, and I think up to that point, I don't know if Chelsea had fully, like, told Brie, like, 
how much she didn't approve of the situation. I don't think so. Because I think if she had, I don't think Brie would have, like, opened up to her. No, like, about she would have had, like, her guard up for sure. Yeah, I don't. So I, I think that's the other reason why Heather was like, also, she was, like, saying some pretty crazy things about your situation and just want to let you know before you, like, go and open up to her again because she yeah. was obviously had an agenda yeah. there. Um, so then Chelsea starts getting mad at Heather and being like, well, why did you, like, talk shit about me, basically? Why did you tell her I said that, blah, blah, blah? Even though, like, they had had multiple conversations where Heather and Chelsea talked about the fact mm-hmm. that Heather told Brie this. Mm-hmm. And then for some reason it gets to the point where they talk about it for, like, a third time and now, like, Chelsea's getting mad at Heather and, like, Heather and her are arguing at this broker's open or something. And right. it's like, what? And so that's towards the end of the season. Yeah, I think that's the last episode. And um, they've been fighting on Instagram. Have they really? Yeah. So um, Is that what these screenshots are? Yeah. So there's a screenshot at the end. And basically, Heather posts how all of them are posting. Like, so excited. Our season came out. Blah, blah, blah. Um, someone posts randomly, finished it. It was an interesting season. I do agree with Chelsea. Even though your intentions are coming from a good place, going to someone and saying, well, so-and-so said this, even if it is facts and 100% true, is not helpful and does stir drama. Maybe next time when someone mentions something about someone else, just tell the person talking. That isn't their place to share that information. Blah, 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 blah. Heather responds and goes, um... Brie is a very close friend, and if I felt she was upset, like Chelsea said, then I'm going to call my friend and check on her and see how she is. I wasn't stirring anything. I was simply checking on my friend. Chelsea should have not brought up a private moment between her and Brie. That's why Brie was upset. Yeah. But Chelsea responds to Heather and says, yeah, you were, referring to stirring drama. Um... She's basically like, you spent multiple scenes asking me about Brie only to get a response from me and then run back and gossip. You know exactly what you were doing. You were also stirring up shit by acting like you didn't know why I couldn't make your baby shower, which was on the same day as my father's birthday. I spent weeks stressed trying to find a way to make it to L.A., blah, 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 like just shooting back at her and then... Chelsea has posted everything I just read on a story and just says, play elsewhere. <laughs> what the hell? Um, so the girls are fighting. And... Interesting that Bree's not involved in any of the back and forth there. Yeah, and it seems like Chelsea has almost, like, set her sights on Heather now. And I'm forecasting that as a storyline in season seven. Do not come for her. She's pregnant. I know. And she's still <laughs> pregnant in season seven from the teaser. <laughs> so and I was just getting tired of this drama, though, because, yeah. it, it, like I said, they literally had the same conversations over and over. And poor Brie is just like, stop talking again, about it's me. It's like, this is drama about, like, somebody's family dynamic. And, like, it's very personal. Yeah. So, like... First of all, again, we've said this, but, like, Chelsea, why do you have an opinion on Bree's family dynamic? It's not your place. Right. And why are we dragging on the drama around the whole conversation of her family? It's like, like, this should not be a topic for discussion, period, for anybody. Right. And so there's a scene kind of later in the season where Emma and Chelsea meet up to, like, go for a little run around the beach. And Chelsea tries to basically 
tell this story of her upbringing where her mom brought her sister and her brother to America with her when she got a job opportunity and Chelsea stayed in England with her dad and how hard that was. And then she calls that a broken family and that's why she can't imagine someone not growing up with both of their parents and that's why she feels so strongly about it. But I'm like, shut up. Like, I, yeah. because you went through something that was hard doesn't mean you have to, like, go try and, like, proactively prevent that situation maybe from happening for everyone else as you perceive it like shut up like how are you you're not even going to be able to prevent that it's not your place like it's literally not your place yeah yeah i zoned out a little bit during her whole like sob story and i'm kind of glad that it seems like it would have just pissed me off more so yeah and like i mean i felt for chelsea because she obviously was like upset and about her upbringing and it did not sound great but it's like it feels like you're just showing in on the show so that you can try and, like, back yourself up. It's one of those things. It's, like, how on The Bachelor, like, every contestant who goes on that show, like, has to have story. their sob story prepared. Yeah. I think every cast member, in a similar way, like, has a sob story yes. prepared. And that's hers. And it just, like, doesn't back up mm-hmm. her reasoning on why she's so, like, concerned and involved in Bree's life. Like, it doesn't, like... Right. Like, so... <laughs> I don't know. I, I was getting tired of it, but yeah, I'm I'm assuming, or my prediction is that her and Heather are gonna have issues in season. I think seven. for a certain amount, but again, like I was doing, I went back and forth between like Instagram and that baby shower was like middle of December, mm-hmm. and she gives birth like end of January. So mm-hmm. I think like there's only so much time Heather's gonna be able to be in that season before she's like out yeah. of a baby. So I'm right. hoping it'll be like the first couple of episodes. Yeah, and it's like and Heather just, had a baby, right, and, and then she's it's off. over. <laughs> right. Um, so okay, before we get into Chriselle and Nicole's drama, so when we start the season, so when I guess when we end season five, Chriselle and Jason are like breaking up because Jason doesn't want kids and Chriselle does. And, okay, so they're all emotional. And when the season starts back up, Chriselle has been working from home and not going into the office to avoid Jason. Yeah. Basically. And it's been, it's been months at this point and they both have new relationships at this point. Yeah. And she also mentions she hasn't really talked to Mary since the breakup because she feels like Mary picked Jason's side. And, Like, went to be emotional support for him, but not for Chriselle. Yeah. So, she's very upset about that. Kind of feels weird about going to the office. Like, no one really knows if she's going to come in or not. Can I just say about that whole dynamic? Like, this is the my one, like, I would say sticking point with the show that I just cannot process and understand is, like, how so many people date Jason. Who like, was, why who is this man? Him? Why is this man dating all of his employees? I like, don't this get was, it. This is one of my notes. I wrote, um, imagine dating your boss mm-hmm. and then breaking up with your boss and then having to work with your boss. No. Like, why and would you put yourself in that scenario? Your boss's exes, because he's done it. Are all there. With two other people you've worked with. <laughs> Which I think is like, and I know we'll get into this, but like the drama between Nicole and Chriselle. Like, I think that's an underlying factor of it is yeah. that they both dated Jason. And that doesn't yep. come out until halfway through the season of, like, oh, Nicole right. also dated Jason. Nicole was the original one to date So him. I'm just, like, I am just, like, really, I would say, like, upset in a way that, like, he's dating so many of his employees. Yeah. Like, that feels really, really inappropriate. And, like, yes. he's so many of the problems that are happening in their workplaces because he's dated 
three of the employees that work there. Yeah, like, he does things that cause dynamics that eventually cause drama, and yeah. then he just, like, will not deal with the drama. So he doesn't, like, he doesn't take accountability for what no. he's done. No. So when we start the season, they've broken up, but they've both kind of moved on, but they haven't really, like, talked to each other, so they're kind no. of weird. But so Chriselle is dating G-Flip at this point, and honestly, I love them so much. I feel like G-Flip makes Chriselle so happy. You can tell. Like, they make her so happy, and G isn't really on the season that much, but... No, I think she's in, like, two episodes. I wish that they were on more episodes, because I love them. Yeah. They make her so happy. Yeah. And... Right, like, in in current times, um, they actually recently had a Vegas marriage ceremony... Wait, they got, um, like, Chriselle and she got married? Yeah. And so, apparently, they aren't legally married yet, oh. but they had the entire ceremony and they okay. got their wedding vows tattooed, so. Wow. Yeah, they got married. You can tell that, like, Chriselle is really, really happy. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Which is, I mean, Chriselle isn't my favorite, but, like. Mm-hmm. But maybe, I'm happy Maybe Chriselle will be better if she's happy. <laughs> Well, she's happy with G this entire season, and yeah. she's in a lot of drama. But before True. we get into her drama, Jason also, <laughs> Jason's also dating a new gal. So uh, he's dating uh, Mary Lou Nurk, and she is twenty four when they start dating. Yeah, and Jason is twenty <laughs> is forty five at the time. Yeah, so there's like a twenty twenty one year age gap between the two of them which is disgusting as fuck and i hate it it feels really predatory like yeah technically it's legal but barely yeah it's um their whole relationship has no business dating a 24 year old no at all i do have to say though when i saw them sitting next to each other for the first time i like cackled because she is like at least a full head taller than him, yeah. if not more. Because she's right. a model. She's probably like 5'10", right. 5'11", and yep. Jason's probably like 5'... He's a short king. 5'3", 5'5", yeah. you know what he's, I mean? Like, he's, he's short. He's not a big guy. Yeah, she, yeah, she's a model and actress, so she's very tall and lanky, and it really looks like he's her dad. I will say, though, like, not to condone quite that big of an age gap, because I think that it's really, like, gross and weird but like where he is in his life where he doesn't want children like maybe it makes sense because she's not anywhere near ready to have children so like maybe like they're at the same place in their life with what they want but i think he can find someone age appropriate that doesn't want kids what i found i this was like one of my favorite comments throughout the entire show they were talking about like you know what mary lou that's her name right mary lou yeah what she did, like, how she was a model, and Jason mm-hmm. was like, oh, well, she has, like, a degree in economics and blah, blah, blah. And then Chriselle made a comment of, like, <laughs> well, yeah, like, she has a degree in economics. Like, I can see that because, obviously, it was an economical decision to date Jason. Right. Like, <laughs> she's like, it makes good economics to date him. Right. <laughs> I'm like... I was like, oh! <laughs> she's not wrong. And, no. but, so, Chriselle shows up to, like, a broker's open, and... They're all there. And this is really her first time kind of interacting with the office. 
since yeah. the breakup. So she comes in and they're all like, oh my god, Rochelle. And so her and Jason talk. And I don't know about you, but Jason looked like he was like still in love with Oh, 100%. Rochelle. 100%. <laughs> and I feel like it was weird because when they were dating on the show, I was like, this is an entirely fake relationship and I did not buy it. Yeah. But looking at it now i'm like why does jason literally look like he's in love with her like a hundred percent i thought the same thing when i was watching it. right i buy his feelings now but i didn't buy it when he was in the relationship so i don't know what the hell's going on with that like the way that he was looking at her and talking he would like touch her arm right like when they're talking and joke around so basically like they kind of like smooth things over they're like get over the awkwardness but and like jason asks about g and like He's like, oh, are you happy with them? Blah, blah, blah. And Christelle's like, oh, you're dating someone too. And obviously it comes up that she's so much younger. Yeah. And he goes, well, you're dating someone younger too. Um, yep. G is younger than Christelle. So G is 29 and Christelle's 41. However, that age gap is half of the age gap between Jason and his girlfriend. Yeah. And also G is 29. Yeah. I think at the time of filming, like, they might have been 27, but, like, right. regardless. Still, like, like, there is a very big difference between a 27-year-old and a 24-year-old. Yeah. And then, again, that's compounded by the fact that the age gap with Jason and Mary Lou is twice the age gap. Yeah. Of G and Chriselle. And it's, it, ah, it, uh, I'm like, don't, also- don't act like it's the same thing. Also, like, and I don't know, like, maybe this isn't the case, but in my mind, too, like, when it's, like, a male and female dynamic where the male is considerably older and Mm -hmm. the female is considerably younger, that feels especially predatory. Right. Well, because I think we've seen that happen time and time again. Right. So, I agree. It's just an actual... So, I was like, ew, don't compare those two situations like they're the same. And obviously, Chriselle's, like, nice. So, she's like, Yeah. yeah, like, we're both dating younger people. Like, he's not... Right. Wrong, but and I'm I like... Think, I think <laughs> even, like, later in the season two, like, Mary will make a comment because Romaine, obviously, is considerably younger than her. Yeah. And, like... They're like, we're all dating you, younger people. And I'm like... 24? This is not the same. 24? Yep. I'm... Yeah. And it gets mentioned <laughs> that Mary Lou is younger than Mary's son. I wrote that as a note. And yeah. Mary dated Jason. <laughs> yeah. That's nuts. So, and when I say, like, it literally looks like she's, like, out with her dad... Yeah, because he would be age-appropriate to be her dad. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that, and then he's – it feels like he's really trying to, like, force this relationship. Like, he randomly goes on, like, a a three-and-a-half-week European vacation with Mary Lou. Because she she lives in not L.A. No. And so I think it was, like, a a, I think she lives in Paris. Yeah, she's she lives from in Germany, Europe, I though. think. Yeah, so I think they went on a vacation because they wanted to, like, spend time with each other. Yeah, but so he just kind of, like, and so Mary, he makes Mary a manager at the end of the last season. Yeah. Uh, and I'm sorry, for most of the season, Mary is a piece of furniture and, like, does not manage. No, she doesn't. She does not manage. And not everyone is built to be a manager. And, I mean, I see this at my work all the time. We have people that are really good in the profession, so then they just make them a manager. I'm sorry, because you're a really good engineer or you're a really good real estate agent does not mean you can manage people. I think it is tough in her scenario and, like, maybe to defend her in, in a, little, a little bit is that 
like usually I feel like at least in my work and maybe in your work when people are managers that's like their sole responsibility is managing people but in this case like she's still actively also like still trying to sell homes so she still has clients that she's trying to do on top of managing all these other people and making sure that the office is running smoothly so I can see why it would be a lot to juggle and maybe why her priority would be still like handling her clients and selling those houses so she makes that commission yeah and so I'm I'm not like fully like yeah, trying sure. to trash no, her but yeah, at yeah. my work the the manager are still engineers so that's why I wasn't okay. like thinking that was that weird um I'm not saying that's a good thing though. yeah but it, it comes out that she did not get a raise to be in this manager position which I hate even if I don't think she's doing a good job at it you need to give her a raise when you give her this increased responsibility, especially managing all these bitches. Are you kidding me? Right. (laughs) But truly, I and even before she steps into this position, she is never someone I would have said should be a manager because she's so bad with conflict. Yeah. And is so avoidant with conflict that it's like you can't be conflict avoidant yeah. With stuff like that. I don't even know if they have anybody who would have done a better. Like, not to say that, like, Mary's doing a good job. I don't job, think any like, of them should have. I don't think any have. of them no. are good with conflict. I would say maybe don't pick any of the girls right. who are in drama every or, season Or, like, if you're going to do that, pick a girl who's not on the show because everybody on that show either right. hates conflict or loves conflict. Or is, like, very devoted to one side <laughs> of the drama, you know? Right. So... Like, quite literally, there's points in this where people are fighting and, like, she should step in and stop it. And she's just sitting there, like, gaping like a fish. Yeah. Like, literally, there's a point where they're getting, like, two girls are getting in a fight and people are like, Mary, like, you're not going to say something? And she goes, uh, 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 literally does that instead of actually yeah. saying anything. So, yeah, so she's just... She's just kind of there. She and it, I mean, it comes out at the end of the season that like her dad hasn't been doing well. Yeah, and, that like, was like so glossed over. They didn't show it at all. She mentioned it, like I think it was literally in the last like the last conversation, twenty minutes of the yeah. season. So, I think she's dealing with a lot. And Jason not only has her be a manager, but there's um, like all these condos that he's having flipped by Romaine's company. So Mary's trying to manage that. And also, all of these things that she's doing are all with people she has relationships with. Right. That's so when an issue. things don't go well, and she also cannot do conflict, she's like very stressed the entire season. Yeah. And so Jason goes on this little vacation, which is basically a month long, yeah. and just kind of leaves all of his responsibilities he goes, to her. He goes twice. So he goes once for a, a three week vacation to Europe, and yeah. then he goes to New York for like a period of time yeah. later in the season. So it's. Yeah. So he's just kind of like, and he kind of not just, working. He kind of just drops it on her too, and he's like, "I'm gonna go on a vacation for three weeks, right. and like I expect you to manage the office, mm-hmm. continue to manage all of your listings, and then on top of that, take on all of my listings as well. So like, good luck." And like, yeah. she you could Bye. tell at that dinner, she was like, "I, I, I like, can't. Okay. Like, there's no discussion about this. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't feel like I can do this." Right. So she's obviously insanely stressed out and. Even if she wasn't, I don't think she would be the best manager. So she obviously in these conditions is is not. And yeah. so we'll, we'll touch back on this in a second. But so Chriselle comes back in. She has a little conversation with Mary. And yeah. Mary's like, I haven't heard from you. Like, I didn't even know you were going to come back in. Like, 
are we okay? And Chriselle's basically like, no, we're not okay. Which I don't blame Chriselle. No, I, I don't blame her either. Um, and I, I think it is a little bit hard because obviously Chriselle's like, I was hurting. Yeah. And she's like, she says Jason was hurting, but he was going and sleeping around. So I don't think he was hurting that bad. And I'm like, well, he could have been. And that's right. how he's trying to cope with it. So I don't know if we should like say that. And I don't no. think you should really get into, well, he needed me more. She needed me more. You know, like. At the end of the day, that is an extremely hard position to be put in. Yep. And obviously, again, Mary being ultra conflict avoidant, she's, I, like, I would assume she would pick one. Yeah. It is interesting, though, like, and I guess this just goes back to the nature of reality TV, but, like, the thought of, like, these two not communicating since Jason and Chriselle's breakup, Mm -hmm. like, really talking at all. And then them coming back together and being like, are we good? And like, they must not actually be that close of friends. And it must right. just be, like, for reality TV. If, like, they can go months and months and months without really speaking. And, like, yeah. and still like, question so whether or not they're good. Right? Like, are we okay? If I was in that scenario and I hadn't spoken to somebody who was supposed to be one of my best friends in, like, After three, four months. I'm like, okay, I know something is wrong. Like, right. what is... And so... And it's someone you work with and you're supposed to see every day and they just stop coming into work and, like... It just kind of, (laughs) like, shows, like, the kinks, I feel like. Yeah, I'm like, I don't think they're actually that close. No. But they're obviously not anymore. No, And so, in the interview, the producer asks Chrishell, like, oh, well, is there a world where you think you could ever forgive Mary? And she's basically like, no. Val, I think that's valid. And I was like, well, I don't think she really communicated that to Mary at all. No, 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 of course not. So that was kind of odd, but I was like, okay, well, I guess they're not going to be friends anymore. And so Chriselle comes back into the office, and Nicole's in the office. I hate this woman. And I don't like Nicole either. Um, I can't stand her. She really annoys me. Yeah, here's my theory about her. So obviously she's been around at the O Group for... 14 years or whatever it mm-hmm. has been like I don't I can't remember but like she's been around and she hasn't been on the show obviously because they have other agents who work they have, for them yeah they have so many agents that, that don't aren't show on the show, up on the show. Mm-hmm. so I think like I, I don't know why she wasn't involved in the show at first mm-hmm. but I think basically she's come onto the show having mm-hmm. been there been around it knowing that it's happening yeah and now being a part of it she's like okay like i'm coming in yeah like i gotta be a big personality to make up Mm -hmm. for all this time where i wasn't involved with this show right like i want to be a main character so i'm going to like come out here like guns blazing like exactly trying to be this big person and what it feels like to me is like the classic like okay if you want to make your name for yourself in a a new school you come in and you find the bully and you punch him in the face first day at lunch she basically comes in and just picks a fight with chrishell Here's the thing that pisses me off about the whole scenario. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, the thing that makes me so mad about the whole scenario is that Chriselle has been there for, you know, four or five years at this point. Yeah. And, like, they have worked together this entire time. Yep. And Nicole has never expressed any of her concerns nope. or issues with Chriselle that entire nope. time. And the second she joins the TV show. I have a problem. The second she's on TV, mm-hmm. she's like, I actually don't like you. And here's why. Because of this incident that happened three years ago. Right. So, essentially, like. They all come in for their first little, like, team meeting, and, like, the way they're doing the camera shots and stuff, you can already tell that, like, Nicole doesn't like Chriselle. Yeah. Um, and, like, Nicole's even just kind of being, like, a 
she seems like she's trying to be like elitist, like, oh, I've been here forever. She's know it all. Right. Classic she's know-it-all. like, I'm like a real agent at the O group, and you guys are like the show agents because they're like, oh, yeah, we can like, like ring the bell, like, because someone got a listing or whatever, like sold the house. And she goes, uh, yeah, I don't really want to ring that. It's like loud and annoying. And it's just like, why? She's just being so randomly particular and like complaining about things that I'm like, everyone else is doing it it's like a fun thing and you have to yeah. shit all over it to like what show that you're like more adult like i don't know right like you're the better real estate agent because you don't want to ring the bell like okay. right <laughs> so and it, it so it's obvious though that like when chrishell talks she's like rolling her eyes or whatever and like yeah so it's kind of weird but essentially the fight that happens between them is <laughs> she's like pissed off about a property that she was listing with Jason, and then Jason brings Chriselle on, too, so all three of them are, like, co-listing And it. I think that this was, like, early on into Chriselle's time at the Ogre. It yes. was, like, one of her first listings, so I think it was, like, a way of, like, Bring welcome, like, we're going to show you how we do it, kind of a thing. Exactly. And, like, so when this is being filmed, she says it was three years ago, and we know Chriselle real time, like, now caught up. Yeah. It's been there, like, four or five years, so, it, uh, yeah, it's very early in Chriselle's time and also like Chriselle's like hasn't really done a lot of big real estate when she yeah. joins the O group so I don't think it's a weird thing for Jason to put her on this listing no I want to say that I think that they were saying that it was like a like a Laurel Canyon property does that ring a bell with you is that what they I were don't saying remember. When it was? but I think like Obviously, like, whatever it was that they brought her on mm-hmm. to, too, like, the other element that, like, wasn't really discussed, obviously, because I don't think they would talk about this, but, like, it's, like, breaking the third wall of, like, Chrishell, out of the three of them on that, right, Jason is obviously, like, the head of the, like, the O group, so, like, mm-hmm. he's not really going to, like, be the main one to take credit. So, out of the two mm-hmm. agents between Chrishell and Nicole, Chrishell is the one that was on the TV show. Right. right. So, like, when they're talking about this property, mm-hmm. Chriselle is the only one of the two agents who was on the TV show. So, obviously, Chriselle is going to get the credit because mm. she's the one that's on the TV show. Right. right? So. And so, Nicole's all mad. She's like, I don't think you should have been put on that listing. Like, I don't think I got enough credit for it. And they're, like, fighting about this. And Chriselle's like, what are you even talking about? Like, yeah. it, it's a co Like, Jason put me on it. Like, yeah. okay. And then Chriselle says, I didn't cash out any money no, from that right, sale. Right. So it'd be one thing if she was annoyed that Chriselle got put on and her commission got squashed. But Chriselle did not take any money from it. Mm-mm. So I'm like, what? what's even the problem then? It's the, I think it's the credit. It's the credit. The... But also, like, I don't even know what property they're talking about. No yeah. one gives a fuck. It was no. three years ago. Right. right. And also, if you are the top seller and the original seller at the group, do you need all the credit from this one sale? Right. Like, try to maybe be nice to a new person and, like, help them out. Right. Like, I think that was the entire point. And again, I'm sure a big part of it, too, has to do with the fact that Nicole wasn't on the TV show. So publicly, Chriselle's going to get the credit because she's the agent on the TV right. show who is working on this listing. Like, But also, I'm like, what credit are we even talking about? It's literally just, like, like talking about it it's like oh chrishell got chrishell got a sale like she technically did she did she was co-listed and so it's just like this whole thing it's so stupid and then nicole pulls out well i think that he only put you on it because he had a crush on you 
And this was an issue because at the time, Rochelle was married. Rochelle was still married. Like, she was... And, and that wasn't she happening. Wasn't, even if she wasn't married... Guess whose fault that isn't? That is so inappropriate to imply that right. about anything because it takes away all of Rochelle's like credibility. Yeah. Yeah. And so at the end of the day, if you're mad about that and you think that's what happened, you know whose fault that is? Jason's. Yeah. It's not Rochelle's. It's not Rochelle's fault if that's what happened, but also I don't think it was because... No. I remember being so surprised by Chriselle and Jason's relationship years after yeah. this, right? Yeah. So it definitely was not getting the vibes when she joined the show that he was, like, interested in her at all. He was actually kind of mean to her. Yeah. And so this is an instance where, I mean, obviously there are a lot of issues with Jason dating half of his employees. Right. But this is another issue where, like, this is Jason's ex-girlfriend who is, like, complaining because she thinks that Jason put this woman on the listing because he had a crush on her. So it's like, right. is there jealousy at play because, like, yeah. she's an ex-girlfriend? Like, and that's why you don't date your employees. Yeah, maybe I don't date them all. Right. Because I, I do think that that had... Because when she pulled that card out, I was like, okay, like, we're going here. And then right. to, like, hear that she also dated... Like, Nicole also dated Jason. It's right. like... Which, like, didn't come out at first when she starts saying, like, oh, I think... Right. Jason had a crush on you, blah, blah, And then it comes out later, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I had dated Jason. So that's what that fight initially is about. And Chriselle, like, stands up for herself. And I think she's really, like, grown over time. Because, yeah. like, when she first was fighting with Christine and stuff, like, she would kind of shut down. Like, yeah. she wouldn't really, like, stand up for herself. But, like, I think she has a lot of experience now. She, yeah. like, has her full career. She's really devoted to it. And she's like, don't, don't come at me. And the other thing, too, is that, like, in that scenario, that particular conversation was Mary, Chriselle, and Nicole having a conversation, the three of them. And in that Mary's trying to be a manager in this point, right? And she's like, we're going to talk so you guys can hash it out. Because Jason forced her to. Right. Um, But in that... (laughs) She was so mad at Jason for making her talk to them. In that scenario, Mary was also, like, in support of Chriselle and, like, standing up for Chriselle of, like, Nicole... You can't make those accusations about somebody right. because that has an impact on their career. Right. Like, so that I was happy to see that, like, yes. that, that was immediately like, got shut job. down. Yeah. Right. Um, But it was just like, what? Okay. Like, this fight I'm so confused about. Yeah. And it goes on the entire season. It gets it to the point where... Chriselle and Nicole just obviously hate each other and, like, yeah. they can't even, like, be around each other. Yeah. Um, they're off, they're, they're not going to be professional. So weird for me, and right? I wonder if it was just for TV because if they worked together fine for years right. before both were on TV, it's like what is the like common denominator between all of this? Yeah, it's the TV show. So I really right. do think that Nicole maybe like started having all of these issues with Chriselle. I think it's for TV, yeah. thousand percent, because Chriselle even makes that comment. She's like, I thought we were friends. And Nicole's like, you thought I was your friend? Yeah. And she's like, I invited you to my friend's giving. And from, like, what Mary said, too, it's not like she just invited everyone to it. Right. Like, she invited specific people. Yeah. Because it was at her house. Right. So she's like, I literally invited you to my friend's giving and you came. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I didn't know you thought we were friends. And Chriselle's <laughs> like, well, I obviously know how you feel now. Right. <laughs> so there's all these different, like, drama things happening. So Mary's like, we're going to take a trip to Palm Springs so everyone can bond and, like, we can just kind of get back to business as usual. The intention was great. <laughs> right. Intention was great. 
Execution. Shit. And that's no <laughs> fault of Mary's. No, it's not Mary's fault at all. And I feel bad for her about this too. Yeah. But I also think that it was a good move for the show to have them go oh, on a girl's 100%. trip. 100%. Because before, and this is like a common criticism of the show, is first of all, like the, what they're wearing when they go to work is like, I've never seen, even the other real estate agents they talk to on the show uh, do not dress like them. So it's already like, they're coming down like the catwalk to walk into these shows. Chelsea was wearing this one outfit, and I think you'll know when I talk about it. I can't remember who she was meeting up with, but it was literally, like, it was straight off the runway, she said, and it was like, she was wearing this skirt that was like, solid, all the way, it was really short, like it barely covered her butt, Mm -hmm. and it was like, plastic or something yes to the point where like she sat down that wasn't gonna bend at all like she had to like sit strategically yeah so they're like literally the wearing wear, like, like you can't even sit down in that outfit what are you doing extremely high fashion with like what like revealing and, and like more so than others right like yeah I think chelsea is like probably the more ridiculous yeah right because i feel like, she, like that's the other reason why i was like feels like she's trying to be christine because that was always christine yeah um, and it's kind of funny if you look at the fashion evolution for them throughout the seasons. It's like all of them have gotten so extreme yeah. by this point. Yeah. Um, not to say they don't all look hot, but the, it's so funny. They go to a showing and like there's other real estate agents there and they're just like. In like a blazer. <laughs> they're just like dressed like how you would expect a real estate agent. So there's that. But then also they're all having these like huge bitch fights at brokers opens and like open houses. And I'm like, whoop. Yeah. You're at work, right? So I think, like, people are like, that's so unrealistic. So they have them go on this girls' trip, and I think that's also, like, a device from Netflix to be like, it's going to be more realistic Yeah, if you guys go on this trip and I'll fight there. Right. That's and a good point. And fight they oh my do. God. So Brie isn't there at first, and she only kind of comes, like, during the day a bit, right, because she's a newborn. Mm-hmm. Um but and Amanza, Amanza, yeah, Amanza. and Am- Amanza isn't there uh, full time either. But um, Nicole and Chriselle are there, <laughs> and this is the first night of it too. They don't take long to have a pretty big drag out fight. I think this was the worst fight I've ever seen on the show. Yeah, in all the six seasons, and it, it was wasn't bizarre. even bizarre. And it was, and we'll we're about to get into it, but like it was like. They kept saying below the belt, but it was, like, I even I would say that it's this, like, drew a line and was, like, totally uncalled for. And the thing is, some of the stuff that was being said felt like a producer wrote this line and was, like, when you guys fight, say this. Yeah, because I just can't imagine. It came out of nowhere. So, essentially, what we're yeah. talking about is, again, Chriselle and Nicole start fighting. Because Mary's kind of, like, let's all clear the air. Yeah. I want us to all bond. And then... Chriselle and Nicole start going at it, and, like, it gets heated and heated and heated, and Mary does not stop it. No. No one stops it. It keeps going and going, and they, again, Nicole's just saying all this crazy shit, like, bringing up things from the past that probably aren't even true, and just really trying to, like, tear Chriselle down. And, again, they've all been drinking all day. Yeah. (laughs) Because they didn't just get there. Like, they had been there for a little while, so... They've all been drinking, like, they literally did a shot, like, right at the beginning of dinner, like, they haven't really eaten. Yeah. Which is just the classic reality show equation for drag-out fight. They're fighting, and Chriselle, like, 
basically is like, I don't even want to talk to you right now because, like, you're, like, on drugs. And everyone's like, what? It and was, she keeps going with it. The reactions of all the people, everybody was, was kind of like, just like, uh, oh, my God. Like, you could, you, you could saying? just see from their facial reactions. That, like, nobody found that entertaining. Everybody was just like, I can't believe we just crossed right. that line. Like, this is, like, actually getting really personal. Right. And Krishna doesn't just say that one line and stop. Nicole's like, what? excuse me and she's like yeah like you're waving your hands around like blah 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 like i don't even want to have this conversation with you because like i don't think there's just wine in your glass yeah and she's like what or what are you talking about and then she goes on to say like no like you've done drugs before like at mary's bachelorette party like you did a bunch of drugs and you were crazy and like all of this stuff and then this is the point where mary's like nicole's like what what like mary like, being like, aren't you going to say something? And yeah. she goes, uh, 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 and literally, like, doesn't do anything. Yeah. She's, I like, Mary paralyzed. was upset, too, because now when Chris made the comment about Mary's bachelorette, yes. she's like, now I've been brought into this and right. this doesn't look good on me. Yeah, she's like, what the fuck? I think it's so out of left field that I don't think anyone, like, it, while you're watching the progression of this conversation, you can tell, like, someone's going to say something really bitchy, but, yeah. like, it wasn't going in the direction of drugs. No, I will say that the show has never gone, I would say, anywhere quite as personal and just, like, completely random and, like, uncalled for. Like, that comment was, like, I mean, I'm sure that these people are doing drugs, right? Like, so that's the, that's the like, other thing. So they get so upset, right? And then, like, Nicole, like, gets up and leaves. And then, like, Mary goes and checks on her. And, like, she's crying in her room. And, like, they're, like behind closed doors but their mics are still yeah. on and she literally calls Chrishell a cunt and they don't even yeah. censor it. <laughs> that caught me off guard like so much. I and they like, had subtitles oh. on like, for it because they were like, behind closed doors and they yeah. did not censor that either. Like we're just sending it at this point and just like really attacking people. Yep. So I was like oh okay and all in all like all, so obviously like that's not an okay thing to accuse someone of and blah, blah, blah. But it's, like... Because she said it, too. She put emphasis on it. Yeah. And, like, you know it was coming from a malicious place and not, right. like, a kind but of I'm like, I feel place. like there's worse things that someone could, like, accuse yeah. you of doing. Like, I don't know. Sure. Like, well, and Emma made a comment of that, too. She's like, if somebody said that, like, I was on drugs, I would just laugh it off because, of right. course, I'm not. And like, even Chelsea said that. Yeah. She was also, like... I would just be like, well, I'm not, because obviously, like, yeah. it's not true, so I wouldn't really think... So then everyone's kind of like, well, why is Nicole, like, reacting this way? Like, right. have, So, essentially, they all go down to breakfast the next morning, because obviously, like, that kind of put a damper on the night. Yeah. Um, They all go down to breakfast, and Nicole doesn't come down for breakfast. Yeah. And then some of them go to a showing of, like, Elvis Presley's, like... Honeymoon Honeymoon estate that's, like, on sale in Palm Springs. So, like, they all go have their little time. But Mary, Nicole, and Chelsea stay back. Mm -hmm. And so Chelsea comes out and Mary and – not Chelsea, sorry. Nicole comes out. Chelsea and Mary had been at the pool. And they were, like – And so – the the explanation as to why Nicole hadn't been out yet is because she was on a business call. Is what everybody was saying. Yeah, I was, like, I, was, oh, I, was oh, I was just about to say that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so she comes out there like, oh, that was quite a long business call. And she's like, well, it would have been. And Chelsea's like, what does that mean? <laughs> she's like, well, it would have been a long business call if it was a business call. 
And you can tell she wants them to, like, ask more. Yeah. So she's like, well, what was it? And she goes, I spent my morning going and getting a drug test. (laughs) Which I was like, this is when Nicole really loses me, is when she goes and does this. And on top of it, she's like, yep. My husband ordered one for me last night. I went yeah. and got it. It was all official. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, yeah, it's a drug test. Right. It is going to be official. That's the whole <laughs> point. She's like, I'll have my results in 48 hours to prove to everyone that I'm not on drugs. And I'm like, I don't think you needed to take this this seriously. No. Mm-mm. Like, truly. And what you're going to do is you're going to keep dragging this out for at least another two days until you get your results. And then Which we're all exactly going to fight about it again. Right. And so she tells them that, and both Mary and Chelsea are like, I don't think you needed to do that. Right. And Mary then, was, like, visibly upset about Yeah, it. she was like, great, this is just really not getting resolved, and it's actually getting worse. Yeah. And then Nicole goes, yeah, and I was talking to my attorney, and he said it was a, a good idea in case, like, of defamation. And they're like, what? And she's like, yeah, in case I want to pursue a defamation suit. And they're like, you are considering suing Cashel for defamation. And Mary, at this point, got so upset that she literally stood up and walked out. She's like, I can't do this. Like, I'm not, I'm not being involved in this conversation. Like, I'm done with this. Like, literally, I can't handle this. She's like, I wish that you didn't tell me that. And even Chelsea is the same way. She's like, talks to her for a bit longer because she's like, honestly trying to talk her out of it. Yeah, because think about the implications that has for all of them, right? Like, if it comes out that, like, one one realtor is suing another, like, it's going to cause so much bad press for the O group in general. Like, they might lose business. Like, Jason's going to be pissed. Like, there's all sorts of implications for everybody involved. take a very long time, too. Mm -hmm. Like, when Gwyneth Paltrow just had her, like, ski accident case, the ski accident was in 2016. Yeah. And it's 2023 and they just had the case. Yeah. So, like, these proceedings can go on for a very long time. Also, I'm like, can you sue someone for defamation of a comment they made at dinner? I don't know. Yeah, it's weird because it's Is not that, like, necessarily... Is that, like, a solid case? It's probably not necessarily, like, public-facing comment because they were in a... Although it is on TV, so, right, like, maybe that filming, would make it public. But, but, like... You probably signed some form saying you understand any of the situations you're in are going to be put... On screen, so it's like you're kind of putting yourself in these situations. I don't know. I don't know if this would hold up in court. This just goes back. I'm not a lawyer. My thought of like, there's no way that all of these people on the show aren't doing drugs. Like you think about all like the partying that they're doing. Of course they're doing drugs. Like maybe she wasn't on drugs at that point in time, but like I'm sure all of these people have done drugs. Yeah, and so come on. Um, and the thing is, when <laughs> this gets brought up again, which it naturally does, she's like, I don't do drugs. I've never done drugs. And she's like, you literally have offered me drugs before. Yeah. <laughs> which I'm like, what? And she's like, what? Blah, blah, blah. And she goes like, I know you do mushrooms and weed. And I'm yeah. like. she's. I think she said mushrooms and ecstasy, didn't she? Yeah. But uh, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, that is not the bad ones. No. Out of everything. Right. Mushrooms and ecstasy. Right. That's what we're getting all... Because she literally called her cracked out. Yeah. At the dinner. Yeah. So I was assuming... Later in the show, there was discussions around, like, what that actually means. And, like, maybe it's not as 
intense is like because obviously when she said that it then jumps to like oh she's doing crack <laughs> right well that's what it sounds like you're when you implying. say that when yeah you but say then you're like cracked out. a couple of them are like oh like that doesn't actually mean like necessarily I'm, crack i think in it's general. supposed like, to though yeah like if you say someone's cracked out i'm assuming you're talking about someone who's like literally doing math yeah or like a drug like that of right. the same class. I think it was Chriselle maybe and Amanda that were talking about it later. And Amanda was like, "Oh, you said cracked out versus like on crack. Okay, that's different." Right. Well, and I think well, they were just trying to like, own, but like yeah. downplay it a bit. But either way, like it, the way that everyone was talking about getting all upset, I literally thought they were going to be talking about like coke or crack or like things that are very addictive and very dangerous and like fentanyl or things like that. But yeah. mushrooms and ecstasy. And weed. And she's like, and you're drinking. I'm like, all of you are drunk all the time on this show. So then I was like, okay, so the drugs we're talking about were not the drugs I thought we were talking about. And I don't know if it needs to be this dramatic. Yeah. And and the the whole, like, oh, defamation lawsuit. I was like, girl. That got pulled, like, brought up so many times throughout the end of the show. And it was, (laughs) it was an issue. Like, you could tell it was really, like, hitting on Mary. Because I think, like, she was panicking because... Going to Palm Springs was supposed to fix everything. Right, and it was and her idea. Had, right, and, like, her and Jason, their understanding was that, like, going to Palm Springs would, like, solve all of the problems. Right. And it would reset. And if anything, and you got a lawsuit between two of them out right, of it. And they came out of that, and Mary had to go back to Jason and be like, yeah, so, um, actually, Nicole's going to sue Chriselle. Like, it would have been awful. Yeah. Like, right. Jason would have <laughs> been livid if that had happened. So I think she was panicking for that reason. But the defamation thing was really like i think quite the issue in the second half of the season yeah once that came up it was like it was it was so ridiculous to me and i just think it's funny that nicole told chriselle that she thinks she has a victim mentality and i'm like girl you going and ordering yourself a drug test and being all dramatic about this and then contacting your attorney and talking about a defamation case yeah be fucking for real yeah like you are playing the victim now yeah also, like, to say that to Chriselle, who has literally had, like, one of the more rough storylines on this entire show mm-hmm. between, like, her divorce and, like, her breakup with Jason and stuff like that. Or even like, her if, entire childhood of how she grew up in right. poverty and was, like, like if homeless. if anybody, like, deserves to be able to play the victim card, it's Chriselle because, like, she's actually been a victim. Right. Like, a so, lot. So, like, it's valid. <laughs> so, I'm just like, uh, and the thing is, Nicole, like, we didn't really get to know her no, before this drama starts, so I'm like, who... They didn't really set They didn't give her a good edit for anyone to actually like her. No. It's only people who hated Chriselle before this, I guess, that would be, like, on her side. Which I don't really think anybody probably did hate Chriselle because Chriselle has been, like, the main character. Like, the show started right. when she joined. Yeah. Like, the only people I could see, because there's always haters of everyone, but people who are, like, yeah. would be jealous or, you know, like, right. just don't like her because she's the main character. Right, which, I, she's not my favorite. Like, I wouldn't really say that I love her. Yeah. But, like, I don't hate her. No. And so... All of this drama happens, and they get to, like, the last night in Palm Strings, and, like, they have this huge fight again at dinner while they're out. Like, Mary tries to, like, have this little suggestion box and be yeah. like, okay, like, everyone say a compliment about each other. And It went so well. It went well. And then Until it didn't. They have, like, another little, like, tiff go off. It was weird because, like, the suggestion box happened and it ended in a really nice place where Chriselle mm-hmm. was going around and giving compliments to everybody at the table. Yeah. And it felt really nice. And then, like, Nicole was like, I just have to say. 
Yep. I got a drug test done, and I contacted right. my lawyer, and it was like, why did you have to... This like, is when she does the big reveal, because before this point, she'd only, like, told a couple people yeah. that, granted, didn't want to hear it. Right. So she brought all this shit back up, and it was like, we ended in a good place. Like, why did you have to bring this back up right now? Yep. And so she does, and Mary's instantly freaking out, and then they all get back on their little, like, limo thing, because I think they were going to go out, Yeah. and Mary's like literally has like almost like a panic attack i think it was fully like she just starts like crying shaking like freaking out hyperventilating she literally was like i can't she just kept saying like i can't do this i just can't do this i can't do this like i try to fix things nothing i do matters i can't do this and it's obviously very much getting to her that she's supposed to be managing this situation and navigating it and she was trying to help and everything got worse. I think for her it was the reality of, like, all the stuff that, like, all the pressure that Jason had put on her mm-hmm. to handle everything. And I think it was, like, her panicking that she hadn't handled it at all and, in fact, had made maybe made it worse. Right. And I think also, too, the fact that, like, the stuff that plays into it is stuff that we didn't know at the time, like, with her dad, apparently, mm-hmm. and, like, just her personal life. There right. was a lot of pressure with, like, the condo that, mm-hmm. like... So I think at that moment in time, she was probably feeling like, wow, in my professional life, I'm really failing right now. Yeah. And so she's like, and Amanda's is there and she's like, uh, Mary needs to go home, yeah. like home, home tonight. So pretty much Mary goes home, even though that was their last night, that she goes home like that night. Yeah. And like the rest of them go out to the bar. Yeah. And that's the end of the trip. <laughs> I think like it was good in that scenario that Mary had somebody with her who knew like exactly like. What she needed for those things. Yeah. Amanda was literally like, like she needs to be by herself right now. Right. Like, cause in that scenario you think like, oh, like you want somebody with them to comfort them and make sure they're okay and blah, blah, blah. Amanda was literally like, we're going to go to the bar. Like Mm -hmm. you go back on your own and like, yeah, cause I know she needs to go home to Romaine is essentially what she says. Like she needs her husband, not any of us. Yeah. And so, yeah, she goes home and that's how their trip ends. Yeah. And then, honestly, the episodes following that is just all the same drama getting, like, drawn out. It was really weird, I have to say. Like, the end. And I don't know if I'm, like, jumping the gun. No, yeah, we can get to that. Because, like, all the drama that happens after Palm Springs before the end of the episode is literally, like... Little it's just stuff. it's just like rehashing of the same shit. Yeah. And then Heather's baby shower happens. And but... I have to say though, her dress at that baby shower was stunning. It was she looked so good. She lo- I mean she always looks so good, but <laughs> yeah. this dress was gorgeous. It was so beautiful. It was a beautiful little shower and yeah. of course Nicole and Chriselle fight at the shower. Yeah. yeah. But like the <laughs> so the end I have to say, the end of the show or the end of the season and like it was weird to me because i feel like every season they always end it on a really big note mm-hmm. and it felt like this season like that it, so basically it ended on a conversation between chrishell and mary where they mm-hmm. were like i feel like finally maybe talking about like at a broker's open right yeah <laughs> it, well it was even more than that it was like a party for it the, was for the condo that they finally finished it was right like the yeah big reveal, like it was like the reveal but they also were trying to get everyone to yeah, like get sure. clients pulled together sure yeah but like so basically mary and chrishell finally had a conversation i think about like their relationship mm-hmm. but it, i i feel like i thought and it's possible that i wasn't fully paying attention to this conversation but the conversation just felt weird because it felt like it started from basically chrishell being like i don't want to put an effort into selling trying to sell this condo it was so bizarre and then it switched to like her being like, I don't want to put any effort into, like, real estate, really, in general, because I'm happy mm-hmm. with G. 
And then it switched to, like, Mary talking about how she was unhappy. And then it kind of just ended and Chriselle left and then the season ended. So I was like, I don't know what the message they were trying to leave us with was, but I didn't get it. Yeah, no. So, like, that's that's literally how the conversation went. Like, (laughs) Chriselle comes up kind of to chat with Mary because, like, they're not close anymore. Right. And she's like, congrats on the project being done. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah, so, like, do you have any clients in mind? Because I was like, no. She literally said, <laughs> she literally said, so this condo that they spent tons of money renovating, they were trying to mm-hmm. sell for, like, was it over seven million, like, seven and a half million dollars? And it was, I thought it was, like, 17, like, I, oh, I, don't, I could I don't be know wrong, it but it was I think very it was, high. I think it was 7495, um, and Chriselle was like, quite honestly, the location is really rough because this is where... Um, Julia Roberts hung out in Pretty Woman before she was, like, swept up by... I, I've never seen the movie, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. But basically, like, when Julia Roberts was, like... A, a prostitute in the movie. Yeah. Like, this what is she's where saying. she hung out, was this neighborhood. Yes. So I'm like, okay, so... <laughs> she's like, the neighborhood isn't good. It's really expensive. And, like, I don't really have any clients that are looking to spend this much money on something like this. Basically saying, like, yeah. waste their money. And she was like, I don't want to put effort into trying to sell real estate for a property that I don't agree with how it's priced. Right. And then Mary comes back. But the thing that I'm like, how are you saying this to your manager? She goes, well, okay, I understand, like, you might disagree about the price, but, like, there's a lot of value in this. It's not just the location. There's a lot of stuff in it, blah, blah. And, like, she is – and she was like, well, you're emotionally connected to the property, which I think is valid. But then Mary goes, well, this is a very big project for the firm. Right. The, the brokerage. She basically, I think she straight up said, like, it doesn't matter. Like, none of that matters. Right. Like, this is a team effort. Well, and I think it's valid for her to say that. Yeah, She's absolutely. like, we need everyone from the brokerage to support this venture and try and, like, sell it. Yeah. Like, you represent the O group. You got to right. try to help sell this O group property. Yeah. Like, it's a team effort. And Chriselle's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was like, <laughs> uh... Uh, I feel like it was coming in hot to just come up and tell Mary, she's like, you overpriced this property. It's in a terrible neighborhood. And I'm and not going to put in any effort to right. help you. <laughs> I don't really want to put an effort. And then Mary's like, well, I don't really care because it's a team. Like, you need to for the firm. Right. Your boss is telling you to do something. And she goes, no. Yeah. And she's like, what? <laughs> and then, yeah, it turns into her being like, I just, like, so Mary's like, you need to be a go-getter. Mm-hmm. You need to be like, be hungry for this. Yeah, if you want to make it in this business, right? Right. If you want to make it in the business, you gotta you gotta dig deeper, basically. Yeah. And like do stuff like this when you don't really want to. And she's kind of like, yeah, I don't really think I I want that anymore. Right. She was <laughs> Mary's like, like, what? She basically was like, you know, I have my buckets filled in other areas. Like I have, like I'm just happy in my personal life. Like I don't really feel like I need to put an effort into my career. Right. And so like. <laughs> What's also happening around this time is G is about to go on a tour in Australia for all of the summer festivals. Right. And G was like, do you want to come with me? Right. And Chriselle's like, I don't know. I have work. So I feel like that's also playing into it, too, is Chriselle's like, I don't really value work as much as I used to. She had made a comment about how, like, when it comes to work and relationships – Work will always be there for you, but relationships won't. Right. And so I think... You gotta, at, you gotta nurture your relationship. Right. And so I think at that point in time, she was really thinking about, like, making sure that her relationship 
is her priority so that mm-hmm. works and not necessarily her career. So when she was having this conversation with Mary, I was like, is mm-hmm. she quitting? Like, is that where the season is at? Well, that's what, so, like, she's saying all this stuff where it feels, and honestly, I can relate to Christelle because I've been having this kind of struggle lately, too, where I feel like I've always been a top performer. I've always, like, pushed for more and pushed for more. Mm-hmm. But now I'm at a point where I have so much going on and I'm like, I don't get credit yeah. for being a top performer. The top right. performers rarely do. You get just as much credit as the people who clock in and clock out. And yeah. So, so I'm at the point where I'm like, I don't need to be necessarily the top performer anymore because yeah. it, I don't get value from that like I used to because I have all of these other relationships right. and I have all of these other things going in my life. And I feel like Chriselle is at that similar point. Also, like, imagine too, like how you would feel if you were working in an environment where you have coworkers accusing you of only getting like successful oh, yeah. because your boss has a crush on you. Right. Like it's, it's not I wouldn't work there. <laughs> right. It's not an environment where maybe you feel valued or like happy at work. And so why if you have the option to be happy and go on tour with your partner mm-hmm. to Australia, like why would you not do that? <laughs> right. And so she's saying all these things which literally are sounding like she's working up to quitting. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then the conversation kind of shifts to Mary. Like, well, I, I think it's just because, like, she's like, oh, you're emotional about this property, blah, 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 blah. And Mary's like, I'm just overwhelmed. Like, yeah. I just don't feel like I'm getting support from anyone. And she basically, like, lists off all of these huge stressful things in her life which is when she finally mentions that her dad isn't doing well which like we had not heard about literally to that and this is the last five minutes of the episode and the other thing we didn't touch on is amanda has a health scare during this season and at this point she like potentially could have cancer yeah and so that's mary's best friend yeah and they've been friends for years so like she has all of that happening she and i think even that i mean i'm sure it wasn't the same day but like that was also in the last episode yeah it was like like, it was all just yeah compounding right and so she starts crying talking to grishelle about this because i can tell she just wants she just wants someone to just be there for her yeah and like her and grishelle were friends at one time like they were close how close they were actually were we don't know but it seems like she's just, like, reaching out to Chriselle to be like, please. Yeah. And Chriselle pretty much is like, yeah, I don't really think our relationship is something that I'm trying to rekindle either. Right. And she's like, I don't really know how I feel about that or the O group. And gets up and leaves. And that <laughs> that's the I, end of the season. I literally finished watching and I was like, what? I think maybe Chriselle just quit. But then, of course, they show the previous for the next right. season and she's in it. So I'm like, okay, so yes. she didn't quit. But, like. Right, and so... It was so so confusing, that last conversation. I was like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, that's what I, like, put in my notes. I was like, it seemed like they filmed it really soon after this season, and they felt like they were trying to make it look like Chriselle quit. But then she obviously didn't, because she's in these shots. Like, she's, like, in the season, and, like, in season seven. And we know they filmed it pretty quickly after season six, because Heather's still pregnant. Also, like... No shade to Chriselle, but, like, I don't think that she actually sells that many houses, so she probably needs to be on the show for an income. Yeah, I think I think that is probably her main yeah, thing. Yeah, I really I don't, don't think she sells that many houses. I yeah, don't think she I sold... I don't know. I don't even really know if she went 
like I'm trying to think back if she even like showed any clients. I don't think she did anything this season. No, not that we saw. (laughs) No, they don't. To be fair though, there wasn't a lot of like. No, I think it has to do with the housing market. I think the person they showed the most business with was Brie, which is why I think I actually and this I don't know if I wrote it down, but this was one of the things that I wanted to say was like. Brie was one of my favorites, honestly, this yeah. season because, first of all, she didn't put up with any bullshit. But she actually sold houses and worked hard. Yeah, like, like she she's was a hard worker. Actually and I working. respect that. So, but yeah, I think Chriselle, like, she, she can't quit. She can't afford to quit. I mean, right. she probably could, but like, like, I think if she quits, she has no other income. So, <laughs> so I think she needs to stay. Yeah, so it's like, mm, but then she's in the teaser, so they don't really let you think that for right. long. Right. Um,. The other part of it, though, is I don't know if you felt like this, too, but the way that they were, it felt like they were giving Chriselle and Emma almost like a mean girl edit in the yeah, teaser. I felt, oh, in the teaser for season seven? Yeah. I didn't notice that necessarily, but I felt that throughout this whole season. Yeah, like, they definitely were like, it's us and no one else. Mm. But during the teaser, like... They kept flashing to just, like, shots of Emma and her and, like, people saying, like, oh, these are just, like, bitches, basically, and things like that. Like, it mm. felt like they were almost setting them up to be, like, the villain. I could see it. I, I personally, I don't like Emma. Um, yeah, I don't. And even this season, I didn't really like Chriselle. So, <laughs> and I was confused because they show Amanda talking to Mary and, like, oh, yeah. she's really upset about something. Do you want to know what she's upset about? I kind of predicted in that scene, I'm like, I don't know if that necessarily was directed at Mary. No, yeah. It looked like she was telling Mary something and yeah. they tried to make it cut it to look like she was telling Yeah, or Mary, like there could have been somebody else sitting there. Yeah. And like they just showed Mary, but yeah. there was somebody else at the table. So it was like pretty obvious that they were trying to make you think that. Yeah. Um, what is she upset about? Amanda has blocked Chriselle on Instagram. Whoa. Yep. She... Like, this was, like, a, like, Cosmopolitan did an article about it. Um, so, I have some more screenshots from Instagram. Okay, I saw, I was, like, Um, in this document and I wasn't sure what these were. So, someone says, what's strange is Chriselle is on her Instagram saying nothing but nice things about you, calling you a queen, and this is on a post from Amanda. Mm -hmm. Um, and yours is full of Chriselle hate. So strange. Someone else says, all we are asking is for you to unblock Chriselle, lol. It shouldn't be that serious for you to blindside her like that. You guys were so close. And Amanda responds, oh, honey, if you only knew, LOL, you'll see. Um, and Amanda is, like, not typically one to, like, really she, be involved in drama. And so you she know doesn't it must lash out, like, on social, yeah. without being pushed. Yeah. So someone else comments on Amanda's post and says, I have liked you through all the seasons, including this one so far, but your nasty comments about someone else seem to go against everything you've claimed to be about and claim to teach your kids. If she did something that affected you and deeply, then speak that truth, but just talking nasty seems like the immature approach. Amanda responds and says, since you know my character from the show for many seasons, I think that is fair for me to say I don't call names or be petty about anything or anyone unless it directly affects my children And what I will say is when someone takes an opportunity away, or let me even dumb it down to this, takes food off of my table, all gloves are off, and my ability to be nice goes out the door. I think you know what I'm talking about, and I think I know 
who the negative comments are about that you're referring to. I feel very strongly about this. This is not a small issue for me, and it is a very serious subject that has affected me and my family. So I wonder if Chrishell, like, snaked her and, like, stole a client or, like... It feels like she does something like that, right? Like, she must be... But to have this response, I feel like it's bigger than one client. Maybe. I'm like, I don't... Like, I don't know. Unless... Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe it's, like, maybe she's throwing... Amanda like under the bus to Jason or something like yeah. that. I don't know. I, I don't really know. She must do something to affect her career. Right? With the way that she's talking about taking food off the table. Like. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. And like someone else on Instagram was like, well, they found this like interview that Chriselle had done um, where they were like, who's the worst agent on the show and she says amanza yikes someone like dug that up it's like an old interview she's not even really a realtor she's an interior designer right so um but and then also people were kind of confused because amanza doesn't seem to be fully on chriselle's side or fully on nicole's side yeah during this stuff but remember because nicole's been around this long and dated jason amanza has been friends with him forever too i mean Wait, so Nicole officiated Mary's wedding. Yes. And so Mary and Amanda are really close. So you have to imagine that Nicole was probably like the third one of that yes, friend group. Exactly. And so Amanda says, Nicole has been my dear friend for 11 years and Chriselle and Nicole's beef has nothing to do with me. No one even sees anything between Chriselle and I on season six. So definitely don't worry. My loyalty lies for the people that I believe are honest, genuine and kind. I'll leave it at that. Um, and mm. she also said some things have greatly and obviously changed. Blocking Chriselle wasn't to be petty. It's triggering to see certain people when you are hurt or disappointed, etc. It's a sensitive subject with me, obviously. Hmm. Wow. You know, it's funny. I really didn't think that, like, I kind of, when I knew there was a new season of Selling Sunset out, I didn't really think that I was going to like it because I feel like all of the spinoff shows, everything, I'm just like, the mm-hmm. drama is just like honestly at this point like it can be too much and like i'm not really invested like i was in the earlier seasons but actually this season i was invested and like moving forward like Mm -hmm. this i am invested in so Mm -hmm. i'm I'm pleasantly surprised yeah i was i was wondering if either of us were gonna watch it at first because i feel like i'd both remember us kind of just being like eh about the spinoffs and stuff Right. So. Because the one in Florida, I feel like I didn't like because it was mostly, like, all drama and, like, not as much houses. The one in, like, is it OC? Like, I didn't mm-hmm. mind. But, like, even then, I'm like, this is just a lot of drama. I and... think I only got a couple episodes into that one. Yeah. So this one, I'm like, they're just going, with all of these shows, they're just going, like, drama, drama, drama mm-hmm. and, like, less houses. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I guess Brie carried in the house showing side of things all of the income for the and she she really (laughs) kept us interested in seeing like the interior design aspects of things so and i think heather Heather sold something too it was her like largest sale with the o group so the super pregnant lady and the new lady are the only ones doing any business on the show and (laughs) chelsea sold an apartment i think yes yeah regardless like yeah i mean we still saw lots of real estate which was good but like nobody was really selling anything they were too busy 
<laughs> too busy telling everyone that they do drugs or right. whatever the hell Jeez. that was about. Yeah. So I think that pretty much wraps up season six. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping season seven comes out kind of soon, especially I think it should. if it's like filmed very closely. Yeah, I think it should, but they've had see. plenty of time to edit it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I've seen a release date for it, though. Sometimes I honestly wish that they would release like one episode of at a time if it meant that they could release seasons closer. Right. Yeah, together. I would take that. Yeah. But, but anyway, I don't know. So, I guess more to come. Yeah. It was good. It was a good watch. And if you watched good. the other seasons, I would recommend watching this one it and definitely you, pulled me back into the franchise and if you haven't watched any of this at all i recommend going back and starting from season one because it's a wild ride it is a wild <laughs> wild ride yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, that wraps it up for this week. Yes, ma'am. Um, everyone wish Emma the best on her travels to Alaska. Au revoir. <laughs> and because she'll be gone next week, I am going to be embarking on a solo episode. Yeah, you will. And we'll see how it goes. You're going to do great. I mean... I feel like it's just going to be weird because I don't have anyone to, like, bounce things off of. You and just it's just going to be here. me talking to myself. Pretend that I'm there. You know. You can still um, talk to me. It's fine. But I'll just really look ready to go to the loony bin. Maybe. <laughs> Having a one-sided conversation but recording it. Yeah. Maybe. Like, I mean, at least if you do it from your house, you'll be, like... Far away from lots of other, like, no, it's not like people are going to be walking by outside. Like, why is this girl just, like, talking to herself in the microphone? Like, yep. <laughs> it's me. I'm vlogging. So, yeah, I'll be doing a solo episode. But don't worry, guys, because <laughs> I'm really excited. You've got a lot in store. I will be doing a book review of Akatar, um, <laughs> the first Accord of Thorns and Roses book. And I... I've been asking Emma and Eliza to read these books for months and they still haven't, so I haven't been able to talk about this with see, anyone. Do you see my to be read I know. shelf over there? There's I like was twelve get, books. I on was there. getting there. <laughs> Both you and Eliza yeah. either have very long TBR lists or yeah. like with Eliza, she's like, I need to read an entire book in one sitting. She's like, I can't. I'm kinda like that too, but I think it's the ADHD in me. I'm like hyper focus. <laughs> but and so she has like literally something planned every single weekend like okay. the rest of the summer gotcha. so she's like i don't have time yeah. to read right now i will get so, to it i promise i understand but when i tell you this has been <laughs> one of my favorite book series of all time and i want to talk about it and i can't talk about that because no one else i know has read it yeah and i there's so many good things but part of the good part about it is this like plot twist so i like literally cannot say shit and i can't even really say anything to you until you read the second one okay because of the huge twists that happen in that and really change your perceptions of a lot of the characters so like i can't even really talk about the things i want to talk about until you read like halfway through the second book how about this (laughs) the next time that you come over here you bring that book and you put it on that shelf and i promise you i will read it okay you're like looking at all my shelf. You're like, what shelf? Is this? I'm like, but okay. you bring it over, and I will. If it goes on that shelf, I will read it. I will look at it every single day, and I'll be like, oh shit, I gotta get. To I literally one. brought it to Mexico, but we didn't like. I know. Have as much reading time. 
But no. I literally brought it in case anyone wanted to read it. No one. I came to Mexico yeah. with two and a half books, so <laughs> it was already so it, but you'll have i think you will have a great episode a great solo episode i think you're gonna be wonderful thanks i have so much energy and feelings about it that i know i can power through an episode oh, talking yeah. to myself for sure you got this um, I have full faith in you. but if you're someone who also hasn't read akatar and doesn't want spoilers don't worry probably the first half of the episode there will not be any spoilers because i'm going to talk about what akatar is like who the author is the whole like universe of books that it's in and just like book talk, like a lot of things about Akatar, and then I'll get into the actual plot. So if you also don't want Akatar spoilers, I will be sure to tell you when the spoilers are happening, yeah. but you can probably <laughs> listen to the first half anyway. So that's my plug for next week. Awesome. Uh, when I have a book club party of one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think that wraps it up. That's yeah. everything. I will... Obviously not be here next week, but I'm looking forward to coming back mm-hmm. when I am back from Alaska, and uh, I'm sure we'll have lots to talk about yeah. in the coming weeks. So. Yep. Well, I'm Madison. I'm Emma. And we are Drunk, Drunk on, on a Monday. Monday.